0: Welcome into A to Z Sports prime time on a Sunday night. I'm your host Buck Rising if you're new to the show and I'm proud as always to be presented to you by our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford of course is where you go for the best in the business, for quality American made Ford vehicles and for award-winning customer service, Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at Two Rivers Ford. .com. You got Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Remax Advantage. They got the intel. You got Gary? Gary's got the intel. Gary's going to hook you up with the Intel Edge when you visit him at GaryAshton.com and Superbook Sports, Tennessee's newest sports book with an incredibly clean and easy to use app. All kinds of fantastic odds boosts on all your favorite local sports teams. Bet it national or local at Superbook Sports. Okay, so. Uh, we had a uh, we had Titans practice today before the Music City Grand Prix, and the Titans practice. What I saw the Titans practice, I'm starting to see a lot more out of this defense in ways that things are starting to materialize. Things are starting to develop. Things roles are starting to be claimed, for lack of a better term, not assigned but claimed, earned. Jobs are being won. That's the whole point of training camp. Whether it's the offensive line, the tight end group. Um, you know, Derrick Henry's not exactly sweating it out competing for his job, but, you know, behind Derrick Henry, guys fight, fighting for roster spots to try to squeeze in there. There's draft picks at certain positions. Okay, I got to do X, Y, and Z plus play special teams to make the roster. So it's starting to get into the thick of things. And now, of course, we'll have a preseason uh, preseason game on Thursday, which, by the way, will be live in Baltimore on Wednesday night. Um, we won't do primetime Thursday night, obviously, because – Uh, I will be covering the game. And uh, I don't know if Austin and Zach are doing pre and halftime and post-game stuff for preseason games. Probably not, but I don't know that. You can ask him tomorrow. Um, Anyway, so looking at the situation for the Titans, you know, we have a cut coming up after the preseason game. And what we see at this point are these kind of competitions that are emerging. Now, one that's been really interesting, and honestly, I think is going to have a a pretty big impact once you guys see it for yourselves, for those of you who have not been able to attend camp. And I, I saw some people um, today at camp. It's always lovely to see people who, uh, who are kind enough to, to say hi and, 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 uh, and take some pictures today. So it was really good to see those of you who have made it out to some of the open training camp portions tomorrow. By the way, before I forget, radio show is going to be live at training camp tomorrow again. And our Titans guest is Traylon Burks. We're going to talk to Traylon Burks tomorrow at 1120. Anyway, um, so as these things start to develop, the thing that's kind of caught my eye is, okay, Elijah Molden, he hadn't practiced in over a week. Um, Not this past Friday, but the Friday previous. uh, I believe it was like July 31st, maybe, uh, right around then. Last month at this point, because we're now seven days into the month of August. The Titans had a practice inside the bubble. There was a, it looked like a fumble recovery drill. Like they just kind of roll a football down on the ground and they they ask these guys to kind of like, okay, put yourself in a position, hand-eye coordination. You're going to track the football. You're going to scoop. Um, and so they're working on that drill. And Elijah Molden, I, I've watched the video a couple of different times. He's definitely favoring his right leg. Like he's got, it It looked like an issue on the left side based on the limp. But again, I'm not a trained medical professional. So I don't want to give any kind of diagnosis other than he's it we'll call it a lower body injury for lack of a better term. So you know he's been on the bike every day that we he's out on the bike again today at practice. And some players get you know certain days off but this has been a considerable amount of time for Elijah Molden at this point. And so uh you you look and uh you look and you kind of say okay who's gonna who's gonna potentially push Elijah Molden for this spot. And I think a lot of the a lot of the a lot of the conversation, at least what I've seen from a lot of you guys on the internet and sometimes, you know, in the YouTube or in the, in the primetime chat or for those of you who watch the radio show on social media because we live stream it there as well. I see a lot of this on the, uh, on the, on the live chats on Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and Twitch for the radio show too. See a lot of people saying, well, Roger McCreary is the obvious, you know, he's going to win that slot job. Elijah Molden is going to play dime or nickel or something like that, Roger's going to win the slot job and he's going to start. Um, when they when they come out in their three DB look or three uh, corner look, you're going to have uh, Farley and Fulton on the outside, right? And then Roger in the slot. That's a lot of the conversations that I've seen. Um, but that's not really accurate. I mean, they may find certain packages for Roger McCreary to play in the slot, but... That's not really what Roger McCreary does. Now, can he be coached up to do certain things at the professional level that he was not asked to do in college over the course of time? Sure, he can. But that's not what Roger McCreary has done in college. It's a very different role than Elijah Molden, who also is a defensive back, but has played a different role both in college and played it very well as a rookie in the pros. So what I'm gonna what I'm gonna ask you guys uh, what I'm gonna ask you guys um, here to start the show, even though we're like 15 minutes in already. Your Two Rivers Ford take which Titans defensive back is best equipped to play in the slot? Let me ask you guys that on whichever social platform that you're consuming us. Yes. We are going to talk about this on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Your Two Rivers Ford take. Which Titans DB is best equipped to play in the slot? It's probably best asked as the corner because, yeah, you're going to have certain looks where, you know, I mean, if you have a safety in the box and he's essentially playing the slot or something to that nature. Um, So, which Titans DB is best equipped to play in the slot? We'll talk about this together on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and on Twitch. Uh, It's your Two Rivers Ford take, as always. It's presented by Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford is the best in the business they've been the best in the business working hard for middle tennesseans to make sure that the car buying process is as easy as humanly possible no matter what it is that you are looking to purchase two rivers ford has you covered they've been doing business this way for nearly 40 years since 1983 two rivers ford in mount juliet is where you go you can talk to one of their non-commissioned salespeople. you can do the built for you program if you want and they'll deliver the vehicle that they build for you custom up custom ordered to your exact specifications the way that they did for me. They'll deliver it to your door after they build it. Or if there's any number of vehicles, any different kinds of vehicles that you want their salespeople to keep an eye on, just let them know. Give them a call. Let them know to keep an eye out for you. They'll give you a call when something that might work for you, for your family's budget and your needs comes in stock. Two Rivers Ford in Mountain Juliet or online at two So who's best equipped to play the slot in this Titans defense? there's uh let's let's read some of these comments here tonight um before I kind of get into the, my analysis and then I'm gonna play you a clip from the radio show of Caleb Farley who was on with me on Friday I believe if I've got my date straight um uh MB though quickly asked Buck now that Luke is gone who's doing game day morning so I'm gonna do I guess I'm gonna start doing game day morning again um you know just like maybe 15 minutes before my pregame radio show starts uh before games so it sounds like uh, based on what I've been told, it's going to be me, um, again, which is great. And I think at some point maybe they'll, uh, I don't know what they're going to do with Sam yet. I know a lot of you guys have met Sam and a lot of you guys seem to like Sam and Sam seems to be doing a good job. I've, uh, I don't know him that well, but I've gotten to hang out with him a little bit of Titans practice and he seems really, really bright and into it. And, uh, and I think you guys are going to like him a lot. But, uh, you know, maybe at some point Sam does it, but I think for, for this season, I don't mind doing it again, especially since I'm getting ready for a pregame radio show anyway. Um, and this allows me to, you know, talk to all of you guys, both the radio audience and the, the uh, A to Z sports audience before we do the game. And then after the game, uh, it'll just be the A to Z sports audience. Cause obviously I don't do postgame radio, but we do prime time from whatever stadium I'm in. Um, but anyway, who's best equipped to play the slot. So, let's see. I've got uh, nominees for Molden from Brian Badillo. I see Molden from Jacoby Poston on Facebook Live. I've got Eric Alonzo saying Molden. Hooker did it in college. That's also true. Uh, Hooker's got a little uh, slot slot defensive back in him. Um, Stephen King says, I would rather Fulton. Fulton, they did that with him in his rookie year. He wasn't very good at it. Um, He was much better on the outside, which is going to go into the analysis of McCreary here at this point. And B says McCreary. He'll most likely be matched up more on the wide receiver three. So I'm glad somebody, because I didn't see many nominees for McCreary, um, but I'm glad somebody said McCreary. Because Roger McCreary, here's the difference, okay? Roger McCreary is going to uh is going to give you a really, really talented player who's got great, a great resume playing defensive back against top-level competition in the SEC, right? He's a second-round pick. He's going to play, no matter whether Molden or Farley or Fulton are healthy, Roger McCreary is going to play in this defense in certain looks. But Roger is not best equipped right now and probably this season to play in the slot. Here's why. Roger McCreary is almost exclusively an outside corner. The biggest knock on Roger is uh, outside of you know. I've heard jokes about about his arm length. Uh, I think Mina Kimes has said something about him having baby arms, which did make me laugh. I have seen Roger; he's a very much an adult male with normal size, non baby arms, even though they're shorter. That they they may be shorter than the average corner, whatever. So Roger, almost exclusively on the outside in college, and based on what we have seen from him on tape, there's a reason that he's exclusively on the outside college. His tackling is something that is considered to be one of the biggest weaknesses for him, especially around the line of scrimmage. What is it critical for if you are going to play in the slot, if you're going to play around the formation, if you're going to play in the line of scrimmage? You have to be a sound tackler. Elijah Molden was one of the best run-stuffing defensive backs in football last year. Elijah Molden was a critical part of the Titans' Zone exchange pressures, which, if you listen to the install, the podcast that I do with Greg Cosell of NFL Films, we talked about this week. Zone exchange pressures. You know how you guys get super pissy when they drop Harold Landry or Bud Dupree into coverage? Pay attention to who's coming instead on those pressures. Not a blitz, but a four-man pressure. Molden and David Long. So when they drop the outside linebacker into the flat, you see molden coming in, in some certain instances, or you see long coming from from, you know, up the A gap or whatever the case may be. Those zone exchange pressures are designed, if you've got the personnel to do it, to make the quarterback just see something different as soon as the ball snapped, right? Movement when the ball when it just makes him think for a second longer. A second longer. So you go through all this and you say, okay, I've got a one player. And Elijah Molden, who did this in college, who was sent on pressures in college, who blitzed in college, who played in the slot in college, and who was very successful once he got into his comfort level in his rookie season, very successful doing it in his rookie year in the NFL. Then I've got this other guy who's really, really good and is playing high-level corner right now against NFL wide receivers. Roger looks great out there, but he's an outside corner. Right now, he's an outside corner, maybe at some point. He gives you the ability, you can you can coach him up to play inside. Maybe. If you get desperate, maybe. But honestly, I think of Elijah Molden for whatever, and I don't know, I don't know this, that he's not going to be ready for week one. I, I have no idea what the what the situation for Elijah Molden is. I'm not giving you any kind of timeline. But say Elijah Molden in a hypothetical situation isn't ready to go week one. I would bet you $20 right now that if that was the case, it would be Chris Jackson in the slot who's been on this roster for several years now and has played in the slot for this defense, I bet you 20 bucks would be Chris Jackson over Roger McCreary and you guys would look around and be like, what the bleep? Like, why is Chris Jackson on the field and Roger McCreary is not? Or why is Chris Jackson on the field and Caleb Farley is not? Or whatever the case may be, right? Whomever is going to project to the slot. But the beauty of all this is that they have options. They have options all over the place. With McCreary, with Molden when he's healthy, with Farley and with Fulton. And that was something that I talked to Caleb Farley about on the radio show on Friday. Uh, for, for Titans fans, there's a lot of excitement about your group and the competition. I think there's so many different ways that you guys can deploy defensively across the board, particularly with the amount of versatile skill sets that you have in your secondary. That seems like it's going to be one of the biggest assets for this defense moving forward, also having the opportunity to play behind the front like you guys have. Absolutely, you know, I feel like we got a got a lot of great players in a lot of great spots. Um, but uh, you know, talent doesn't win football games, or or at least our coach doesn't doesn't want to. Um, depend on talent to win football games we got to execute we got to put the work in and we got to come out here and just play good ball and and, and play for each other and everything else will take care of itself i I feel like and you know maybe this is just a product of being out here and and observing it from the untrained eye but i haven't seen you guys put together two bad days in a row or two less than crisp days in a row it felt like it's had it's maintained this energy throughout the course of the the eight practices that we've been able to witness anyway uh, absolutely. I feel like, you know, that's what fall camp is about. Uh, of course, the defense doesn't want to ever come out here and give up plays or anything like that. Uh, but it's a, f- it's a fight. You know, you, you get hit and you got to be able to punch back. So uh, we just come out here to get get everybody better, um, to get each other better. And iron sharpens iron. And, you know, everybody's trying to define their role on the team and, and prepare for the season. So that was Caleb Farley. I, I, we had a lot of fun with Caleb. Um, on Friday, we talked a lot. We talked a lot about uh, the for those of you who saw the screenshots of him at SummerSlam getting caught up behind Kid Rock making out with that woman on the television broadcast, and there's just a scared Caleb Farley in the background. We talked to him about that, and we talked to him about the fact that we do the. Uh, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Drop all the time on the radio show because Caleb Farley's voice is very, very much a part of the radio show. And that was the first time that we got to play it for him. Anyway, Farley was great. Go check out the full interview in the, uh, way in the podcast feed of the radio show. Had to think about it. Had to think about where the hell it is. It is in the podcast feed of the radio show. Uh, it's just my name. It's the Buck rising show in your favorite podcast app tomorrow. Live from training camp, Traylon Burks. So you're going to want to hear that. Uh, I'm sure with the Titans first round pick, that'll be a good time. So. Farley and McCreary, I think, are legit competing for an outside corner spot. I honestly think that at this point, there is less there is less technical proficiency from Caleb Farley, but Caleb Farley has athletic gifts that allow him to play with a little worse technique than Roger McCreary already has. I think Caleb Farley could end up being an incredible player. I really do. I am, I am fascinated when I watch him. I think he's got, I see, I see exactly what they saw when they said, okay, uh, back issues or whatever the case may be, bleep it. That dude can play. That dude, we can turn that into something and that can be really special. Maybe not to the same extent that they saw Jeff Simmons that way, but Jeff was very much in that same projection. Right now, Jeff was always going to be an incredible player and Farley. It's not as certain as it is with Jeffrey Simmons, but still like I watch Caleb Farley play and I think that that dude is going to be an impressive player, but I also see the places where he's still learning. I also see the places where, yeah, he's, he's been beaten at, at some, and, and really in the last week, it looked like they went at him a little bit in camp and it was kind of like, okay, Hey, we're going to, we're going we're gonna to come at you. We're going to go your way. And we're going to see how you react to this. And whether it's Burks or Robert Woods, Kyle Phillips, or, well, it wouldn't be Kyle Phillips because he's not on the outside, um, NWI or Racy McMath, we're going to go at you a little bit. And they kind of took Caleb Farley for a ride. That's okay, especially in training camp. He needs to learn that. But I think when you look at this, and, and just from my perspective and having talked to coaches and having talked to NFL personnel people about this, I'm looking at this. And saying, uh, yeah, for my part, I think that Roger McCreary is the better outside corner at this very moment, on Sunday, August the 7th at 8.55 p.m. But at some point, Caleb Farley may be the better player and likely will be the better player at that position if he can get that same kind of technical proficiency that Roger McCreary has already had time spent at the outside corner spot in college. Roger McCreary's resume at the corner spot is much better than Caleb Farley's. Not by any fault of Caleb Farley's, but because of injury and because Caleb Farley, (laughs) a lot of his, if you go look at his starts, like his starts in college, there's a good percentage of them that are at wide receiver. Because if you remember, that's what he was recruited to play at Virginia Tech and then later changed over to corner. So you're talking about a player who's missed time because of injury and is still kind of learning how to play that position. But now he's doing it against uh shit. Who's the best Giants receiver right now? Is not Wandale Rod. I mean, Sterling Sharp, I think, is still on the roster. I should probably start doing my week one research. Um, I haven't, I haven't really, I haven't really, really dug into on to, on the week one opponent yet, since we're still a little more than a month out, but a month is not a lot of time. So I need to do that. But uh, oh, Kenny Galladay, that's right. Good, good call by producer Reed. In the comment section. So yeah, I mean, okay, Kenny Galladay doesn't really strike fear in your heart, but week two, Buffalo, Stephon Diggs, like Caleb Farley is now going to learn how to play corner against uh, against Stephon Diggs in live game reps. Uh, I, I don't. That's not. That's not ideal, right? You want somebody with experience. You want somebody who you who you can who you are comfortable with, and who you trust. And I'm not saying that you can't trust Caleb Farley. But I think you can trust the technique of Roger McCreary more right now. Doesn't mean bad things for Caleb Farley. I still, I really do think the world of what Caleb Farley is going to end up being. And you guys know me; I'm not like super optimistic about anything. Like just generally in life, that's not a personality. It's not like a like, what? Well, it's a personality defect. It's not like a characteristic that I possess. You guys know, like if there's bad shit around it, I'll tell you. But I'm looking at this and saying, even though you know there's still a little rawness to it, I'm like, damn, that guy is going to be really, really good if they can get it right. Anyway, so McCreary, I I don't know that he starts outside opposite Christian Fulton week one, but I'm saying that it's not. I I would not rule it out. I would not rule it out if he keeps this up. We're still over. We're still over a month away, and they're not going to make any determinations um, at this point. I think there's still a lot of time, but. You know, if I had to tell you to keep an eye on something that I'm thinking about, yeah, I'm thinking about that. Uh, Eric Castillo says, you're already forgetting about Elijah Molden. No, you dope. I'm not forgetting about Elijah Molden. He's going to play the slot if he's healthy. It's it's the whole thing. We're 28 minutes into the show, Eric. What the hell have I been talking about? I've been talking about McCreary's not going to play. Well, I'm not going to say he's not going to play the slot, but I'm saying that he's not the best option in the slot because he's the best option on the outside. Where have you been for 29 minutes? Shame on you, Eric, really. You're better than this. I see you in here enough. You know the job. Your job is to listen. My job is to speak and, you know, sometimes do it poorly. But either way, that's the whole bit. The whole thing I just did. Damn it. <laughs> if, they, if that didn't get through to you, I don't Maybe Maybe I did a bad job. If that's not getting through to people, if that's not getting through to people clearly, then I think Roger McCreary is a better outside player than an inside player then I don't know what the hell I just did for 29 minutes. I'm sorry that I failed you. Then it's on me, Eric. I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at myself. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about Derrick Henry drills uh, here on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch because one went viral uh, today that made me laugh. The question that we are going to ask you is this in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. On this beautiful Sunday night from the Superbook Sports Studio, what's your favorite Derek Henry practice drill to watch? Let me know in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, on Twitter, and on Twitch. We'll talk about it together right after I tell you about our friends at Superbook Sports. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, um, Brian is asking about left guard. Uh, maybe we do offensive line a different day. I think, uh, listen, I got, a, I got a whole week of shows to do before the uh, – before, <laughs> respectfully, not to like hold out, hold out content on you guys. But like, I need you to talk about the rest of the week. Let's not, let's not do, let's not do a whole week worth of shows just tonight. We could spend more time because I'll tell you, here's what I'll tease. Uh, I had coach Mack on the radio show from Titans radio. And he said, he thinks the left guard, and right tackle job are locked up. He thinks they know who they're starting. And I, I don't often disagree with coach Mack because he's a lot smarter than I am about football stuff and just generally about life. Mac is just generally smarter than I am. But uh, I will say to you that I don't think that it is a given that the Titans have their starting offensive line in place as we sit here today. But we'll talk about that later this week. Uh, In the meantime, what's your favorite Derrick Henry drill? Uh, (laughs) In the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, uh, any stiff arm makes me hard. Well, if it lasts longer than four hours, Stephen King, I would tell you. Um, and that's a different kind of stiff arm, I suppose. If it lasts longer than four hours, seek doctor's help. I, I can I can do nothing for you. Also, you know, whatever you're doing, don't do it on a work computer. Get it together. <laughs> uh, Mark Jones says, stiff arming the helmet. Oh, I made producer Reed blush in the background. He's very... <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Um, I, uh, yes, the stiff arming of the helmets is funny. We enjoy that very much. It is always funny to see the helmet on a stick. It makes me, uh, it always makes me laugh. Um, uh, okay. Get (laughs) off the rails. We go says Chris stress. And I would say you're accurate because right after this, I see this now. Here's what I'm, here's what I'm going to say. Okay. I have, I am completely fine with questions like this. I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to, Ward people away from asking these kinds of questions because I think these questions are important. But you choose on YouTube. right? where should I go to ask about internships? Or is A to Z offering internships? I would tell you that you could go literally anywhere other than the comments of a live show while I'm in the middle of doing it to ask about an internship. I can tell you that that is the. And listen, I, I email Austin and Zach or whatever. Like I don't I don't know actually I don't know what our public email. I'm sure the email address is on the website. It is esports.com. So I, you know, s- still go and do it, but I can tell you the one place exactly where not to do it here right now in the YouTube. Comments. What? I, I just, honestly, I I hope you get this internship just because I want to meet you and ask you what the hell are you thinking? Like, what are you talking about? Right. It's, 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 it's great. It's really, I mean, we do a whole interview here if you want. I mean, Shit, I already started the show basically 10 minutes late because I'm telling you a story about how I was almost late to a work function today. I <laughs> so yeah, if you want to pop on the StreamYard, we'll do the internship interview right here and right now. That kills me. Bravo. A golf clap. I'm serious, though. I You better go apply for this internship, and you should include in your email to whatever faceless, nameless A to Z sports email we have on the website, because I'm sure there's one. I need you to include the fact that this is your handle. Nobody will know. We won't tell anybody. It'll be completely anonymous other than for us who will read the email because I want to know who you are and I want to talk to you because I want, I want to be a part of this interview. I really do. That's great. Okay. What's your favorite Derrick Henry? Uh, what's your favorite Derrick Henry? <laughs> Drill. I like the one where he stiff arms the helmets too, guys. All right, so you got to watch the second one again because he was doing it again today at practice and he just straight broke the face mask off. Like the helmet hit the ground with such force that the face mask broke. This is why the Derrick Henry drills go viral. That's my favorite Derrick Henry drill. I think it should be yours too. Um Facebook it just says Facebook user. Coward. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Listen, I should probably I should probably have a more anonymous Facebook uh situation too. He said try try your best to stop being an asshole. Why? What else what else are we going to do at 9:05 p.m. tonight? Uh, it's you know if if that if that's your definition of me being a jerk um actually that was you know it was a little jerky. But Uh, still, you know, I think if you, if you can't laugh at stuff like that, uh, then you're, you're in the wrong show. I'll just tell you right now, like, it's probably not going to stop. I, I would, I would make promises that I don't actually intend to follow through with, but yeah, it's probably not going to stop. So I would, I would tell you that, uh, (laughs) what are you going to (laughs) do? Just keep it moving. Um, they, uh, they smack him with the pads and it sounds like thunder says Steven, 1986. That's right. Uh, sad Yankees fan tuning in. Yeah. I heard the Yankees had a tough go. Um, I'm being trolled in the, uh, I'm being <laughs> trolled in, the com- in the comments about being a Titans fan, perhaps. Um, you, you know, I, it's, you guys are, you guys are, uh, you guys are, uh, relentless. I will give you that, but I feel I've already exhausted my outrage and my, uh, my yelling ability for the evening and I've probably done it too much. So we'll save that for another day. Anyway, let's do this as a free site. The best thing that I've seen on the internet this weekend. The question that I have for you is what's the worst tattoo you've ever, what's the worst tattoo idea that you've ever seen? Give me the comments on Facebook, YouTube, on Twitter and Twitch. We'll talk about it together here on A to Z sports primetime from the Superbook sports studios. Cause of course, um, before we get to the worst tattoos and we've got a pretty good one for you tonight, it's sports related. Don't worry. Uh, I'll tell you about the people who make the studio sponsorship possible. That is Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports is where you need to go ahead of this football season to get in on all the action from Nashville to Knoxville, anywhere in Middle Tennessee or around the country, if you are able to bet there. Superbook Sports is your place to wager this football season. You don't need to be at the game to enjoy football this fall. You can download the Superbook Sports app or visit superbook.com and start placing your bets now. Superbook has lines up for every pro football game for the rest of the season. Plus, you can bet on things like which team will win the title, who your MVP is, and if you're a college football person, who will surprise in the SEC. Maybe it's the balls. You can wager on all that and more right now at Superbook Sports along with football. Superbook also accepts wagers on every other major sport. So bring Vegas to the palm of your hands. With the Superbook Sports app, you can get in on the action right now or visit superbook.com for terms and conditions, gambling problem, call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, what's the worst tattoo idea that you've seen? Maybe, if you you would indulge us with a personal story, you don't have to, but perhaps you have a bad tattoo on you that you deeply regret. I'm sure there are people out there. Maybe you don't necessarily have to, uh, you know, Maybe, maybe you could say, I had a friend do this and that's fine. If you want to operate with that kind of anonymity, um, X's names says Yogi. I actually, so I, I can't remember who was talking about this, this weekend. It might've been my girlfriend who said that, uh, she, she has a fair amount of tattoos and she said that her tattoo artist will not do the names of X's on clients. Like it's an actual—I've never heard of a responsible tattoo artist that way who wouldn't just take the money to write your ex's name on a butt cheek or something like that. But apparently, like I can't remember if it was a man or a woman, but they won't take—they won't take your uh, money to write your ex's name on your body somewhere because it's dumb. Don't do that, or you know, maybe your current uh, significant other who may you know, by percentage based on what the divorce rate looks like in this country may end up being your ex. You got a better than 50% chance that that tattoo is not going to last, uh, the way that you want it to last. Uh, Stephen King had it. says his ex had princess on the inner lip. Yeah. But like inner lip tattoos, even as uh, the princess thing might be uh, a bit, whatever. Um, you know, I think the inner lip tattoos, like don't they fade at a higher rate? Which would make sense because you know for bodily fluids and things like that, got saliva dissolves a bunch of stuff. God knows what else it dissolves. But uh, yeah, on the inner lip, I I will give it I will give it a like if you had Princess somewhere else and it was in a in a tacky place, perhaps we could have a conversation. But I think the inner lip because uh, you know unless you're pulling your lip down, how often are you going to see the tattoo? And if you you know you don't like the tattoo, I think those things eventually fade um, or at least the inner lip one uh eyeball tattoo that's disgusting that sounds terrifying as well i don't that oof that sounds like a nightmare um but no the worst one i've seen is this dude that tattooed nike's on on his literal feet like a dummy it's idiotic. It's, it's utterly idiotic. Um, I award that person no points and may God have mercy on his soul. Uh, now I'll say for now, I don't, I don't ha- actually don't have a tattoo. I've always wanted a tattoo. Um, but I don't know, like, I don't have any cool, like, I don't have any cool shit that I would get. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't ha- I don't have anything of like great significance to me that I would want tattooed on my body. Like I don't think there's like an important date that comes to mind or, um, you know I'm sure if I spent like a considerable amount of time being like, "What would I want to put on my on my body um I just I don't like tattoos are cool I want a, I want a tattoo. I just don't think I have any good ideas to get a tattoo, so uh, you know, I think it would end up being dumb now, I don't think it'd be Nike, like literal Nike's tattooed on my feet dumb, but uh yeah, uh, you know, maybe I'll think of something eventually, maybe I'll come up with something cool, probably not though. Uh, I will tell you though that the the dumbest ones that I think that I see on a regular basis. Now I say this respectfully because if you have them, I don't want you to be offended. But I will say to you that the angel wing back tats are horrendous. They are horrendous. I understand that there may be some significance. So you may that may be there may be some kind of uh, you know that gets into religious symbolisms and things like that. I. I pass no judgment on your your religious preferences or whatever the case may be, but the angel wing back tat tattoos look like it looks like back hair. Like if you see it from a distance, it looks like it looks like you have a hairy back. and it you know if you're wearing a if you're wearing a tank top or a um yeah, if you're wearing like a tank top and I'm looking at you from a distance, like I was in Chicago, this was a couple of years ago. But I remember being in Chicago on. Uh is it Navy Pier, whatever the pier is in Chicago, the main pier? remember being on the pier, walking down the pier, uh headed in that direction, and being like, Oh my God, that person has an obscenely hairy back, oh no, that's just angel wings that that is that that is the at least from a distance. now maybe that says something more about my vision. Maybe I need to get my eyes checked uh but that and and it i you know, I get why people do it like if you tattoo your last name on your back like like a like a skin jersey like if you're doing a skin jersey type of thing like you're going to forget your last name at some point so you just want to make sure that it's on there in case you forget you know maybe you get older you get alzheimers whatever the case might be hopefully not but um if you if you get the last name tattooed on the back i've always found that interesting like i want to know the logic like are are you going to forget are you going to forget what your last name is and then you know at some point look in the mirror and be like oh yeah i got it now Anyway, (laughs) you guys are trolls. I'm not, no, I don't have a T-Rag tattoo. That, that, it it made me laugh the other day and then we'll end the show because it's been an obscenely dumb show already. But I think we had fun. I think we had a lot of fun together. I hope you did. At least I did. Um, but I was, I was just walking, you know, into, into the new facility, the new media or the new, it's not just a media wing, but the new wing of the Titans facility. For those of you who have had the opportunity to go to practice and We've seen a, a couple of you guys and gals, which has been really cool. Um, you've seen the uh you've seen the new, the new building or the new part of the building for the Titans facility. And in the new facility, you know, we've got a new media room. It's very nice. They uh they've they've really done well, I think, you know, eventually when it gets finished. It's been under construction for three years, but whatever. So I was just walking into work, walking up the stairs into the media room, walking down the hallway, you know, getting ready to go get my coffee before I settle into my, uh, into my spot and then start to work before we walk out to practice, or Whatever, walk in it. And I just walk by T-Rack and I just, T-Rack just kind of gives me a little head nod and I'm, you know, Hey bud, how are you today? And it was just one of the, it, it reminded me of one of those, this is sports center commercials where you work in an office building setting with mascots and like T-Rack is, you know, we're tech, we're, we are act we are both going to work. We are both on our way to work. And there it is, T-Rex, on his way to get, I, I wouldn't let him have any of my coffee. Tried to, tried to lift my coffee off me. Damn raccoon. Anyway, that's going to do it for us tonight on the primetime show. I think we had a good time. I hope you guys did. Um, whomever, I've already forgotten, damn it, I've already forgotten what the YouTube handle was. Whomever you were that asked me about internships, make sure you include your YouTube handle in the internship. I'll see it. I'll recognize it or somebody will send it to me. Tell them I sent you because I want to be a part of the interview because that was tremendous. Bravo. I think you made the show tonight. Um, uh, I'm going to go get a back tat, maybe some angel wings. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow on the radio show, 10 a.m. It's going to be a great time. Traylon Burks is going to be on. Uh, I don't know who else we have on the radio show. We're going to talk about the Music City Grand Prix a little bit. I watched the race on television after I came home and got back into the air conditioning, which was very nice. Uh, but we will, uh, but we will have a great time. 10 to one on one Oh four, five, the zone live from training camp. I don't know if fans are going to be out at training camp, but if you are, I'll see you there. And if I don't see you on the radio, I'll talk to you tomorrow night on A to Z sports primetime. See you guys.